Good morning. Welcome, everyone, uh, to another month of teen contemplation here at the very beginning of January. Um, as Adam mentioned just before we started our recording, this month's theme is making a place. So we're exploring the the whole of the boundaries of the place that we are practicing in, and not only practicing in, but the place that we call home, where we spend most of our time, um, our relationship and orientation to some of the details of that place, and uh, our feelings about it too. You know, there may be times where it feels very supporting and cozy, and there may be times where it feels confining. It feels like we need to expand somehow, and maybe we might be in a situation where we don't have as much choice right now for how we expand. So all of this richness is what we are going to be exploring today. So as we get started, uh, just having your hot water heating uh, before we get into our team meditation portion itself, and then bringing anything that you need into the space to make yourself nice and cozy and comfortable and being really intentional about this, being intentional about those details that you are choosing so that they are not just happenstance, just whatever shows up, but it's, it's specific. It's specific for this moment and for, for this time. And to get started, once you have your tea, your tea bowl, things gathered up that you might need, let's go ahead and make ourselves comfortable. So taking a moment to intentionally just adjust how you're sitting. Notice the cushion or the chair that you're sitting on and make yourself as comfortable there as you can. So you might need a little extra pillow or something to help prop you up. Something to help the low back be comfortable. A blanket for the legs. Maybe a sweater or something. And give yourself a moment to fully arrive in the space. And also recognizing too that it's okay if we don't exactly know, it's okay if we don't know what that means yet. It sounds like a nice phrase. And sometimes that really resonates for us. And sometimes it's like, I don't know what that means. How do I know when I've arrived? It's just another way of saying settle and get comfortable and to recognize the current moment that you are in. The nuance of your own space. We have orienting ourselves at the beginning of our practice. So just taking a moment here, perhaps if the Eyes can be closed. If that's comfortable, we can do so. Or otherwise, just looking at something that is steady and still on our tea table or in the space around us. Just somewhere that we can rest the gaze. And start to tune yourself into the sounds of your space. your ears to the sounds in your own space and the rhythms of those sounds 
So in my space on an early Friday morning, very punctual at a specific time, I hear the garbage collector coming down the alley. I hear them from far away at first and they get a little closer and closer and there's a stop, start, pulse, sort of beat that it follows as the truck gets closer and closer. And this noise swells up and then it pauses just behind my house and begins to fade. The heater in my home clicks on and off at a certain pace. It makes an echo on the walls, the ceiling and the floor. The water kettle next to me follows a curve as it slowly starts to bubble and then heats up and then holds the temperature for me until I'm ready for making my tea. What sounds do you notice in your space today? Now, if the ears can be considered an entry point, like a boundary between the outside and the inside, let's go a little deeper in and consider what can you feel in your space today? What are the things that you feel? Tactile. It's like noticing the weight of yourself on the chair, the cushion that you sit in. Where the sit bones make contact with a soft surface. Maybe we're sitting on a rug or a cushion on the floor and we feel the difference between the floor itself, a smooth, solid surface of the floor and something soft that we're probably sitting on. It gives cushion to the heels, the ankles, the tops of the feet as we sit on the floor. 
And if we're sitting in a chair, can we feel into our low back and to our hips? And just encourage them to soften. It's an area that holds a lot of tension throughout the day. So maybe just full relaxation is not really achievable right in a moment. It's something we have to ease into, but we can encourage softness. Just sending the direction to the low back and to the sacrum and just noticing how it responds. And we can feel the clothing that we're wearing, the texture, the knit, the weight of the fabric. Places where the skin is exposed to the air, places where it's not. And just notice on this particularly chilly winter's day for quite a lot of us. What are the ways that you are adapting your awareness of that tactile experience for your environment? How have you bundled up to come here? Whether that's what you're wearing or something around you that creates that insulation, that softness. What is your protective insulation that you feel in your environment today? Perhaps consider how this insulation itself is an act of kindness and self-compassion. We're not making ourselves rough it, sitting in some place that is terribly uncomfortable. We're not making ourselves suffer through our practice. We're trying to soften. We're trying to be kind. So every little detail of this protective insulation is part of that. Every little bit of softness. And before we transition to our tea, just consider for one more moment how all of these things together, what we hear and what we see and what we're feeling about this moment and our environment, how does that shape or color your experience of the present moment for you right now?
and then as if we were walking across a threshold, walking through a doorway. After we have prepared ourselves and intentionally setting aside distractions and things that are just sticky and busy, and we're ready to walk through that door to our practice space to settle into this house. An invitation I would like you to consider today in your tea practice, one small gesture or posture, something that we practice here that maybe we don't often give as much attention to as we should. Consider that your tea practice begins when you hold the bowl with two hands. Your tea practice begins when you hold the bowl with two hands. I'm going to explore what is meant by this more deeply in a moment here. But with this awareness as we begin, let's first take a moment to pick up our tea that we are choosing to practice with today. We can do this also with two hands. So maybe your tea is in a little dish or in a container. We're just intentionally showing your full attention to this tea. I'm holding it close to you. I'm running our fingertips through the leaves, just noticing the texture and the color of this tea and taking a moment to consider why we are wanting to practice with this tea today. What is what is it about this particular tea that really spoke to us? We can bring the tea to our nose. We can breathe. Just noticing as we breathe in and then we breathe out over the leaves that our warm breath starts to warm them. They release some fragrance to us. So our nose is also one of those doorways between outside and inside and getting really close with our tea here. We are inviting a little bit of that outside in. And notice how the inner of your space, your inner home, is shaped and transformed a bit through inviting this beautiful fragrance inside. Whenever you feel ready to move on, we can serve ourselves a little bit of tea, just taking a pinch of the leaves, placing them in our bowl. And then making any movement that we need to get hot water in our space. So maybe for some of us that is stepping to the next room, to the kitchen to get the water. For some of us, the water is right next to us or it's in a thermos. Just move naturally 
Take your time. And bring your hot water back to your place where you're practicing. Sit back down again. Just take your time. Recenter yourself. So really feeling like you have come back to that spot. And then once we're here, you can slowly add water over the leaves. Holding back the stream a bit so that there's some sound, there's some tension in the water. We can see the twists and turns of the stream. Just filling up our bowl so that it makes a nice serving for us, a cup of tea. And if you have a, a practice of setting an altar in your space, maybe you'd like to pour a little bit of tea for the altar space too. Sometimes make like a little mini cup of tea to go in that space. Something that is an offering. And then once we set the kettle aside, place the tea bowl and maybe if it's on a little practice mat a little coaster directly in front of us centered with the body so that when we're looking down it's where the eyes naturally fall is just on the tea bowl and we have some choices here for how we physically interact with this tea. So we could leave our hands resting in the lap while we are just watching the leaves and just watching their slowness and how they quietly unfold and how they do so within the boundaries of their own space. As if the tea is inside its own home right now. And just watching how it behaves. We can also bring our hands and have them alongside the bowl, resting with the palms face up. Or bring the hands closer to the bowl to warm the palms and the fingers and almost like giving the tea a little hug. So just see which feels most comfortable and natural for you today. as we're watching the tea just having awareness of our own thought patterns just being aware that we're probably still thinking about things we might get distracted or wander a little bit and that's okay we're just watching the flow of how the mind is in this particular moment but we can bring ourselves back to the sensation of the bowl of the tea. 
noticing that warmth and maybe it might be helpful to follow the warmth of the tea from the tips of the fingers through the palm and follow it up through the wrist and the forearm the elbow and the upper arm the shoulders and the heart center and just noticing how we're breathing as we sit here and just watch our tea and drawing the warmth of that bowl from the fingertips all the way up the arm to the heart center Letting that help guide us deeper into this sense of just being still with our tea. Soften your jaw. Soften your hips and your low back. The tea extends to you a sense of ease and comfort in the current moment to just be. feel ready we can pick up the tea bowl and we can bring it to our nose and breathe the warm fragrance of the tea here and we do this with two hands so holding our tea bowl between both hands fully stepping into this space of practice this is where we become a tea person two hands. It holds the significance of placing our full awareness and trust and attention with what we're currently doing. We literally don't have a free hand to hold or do anything else. And this posture, this gesture is so specific to tea. Holding a cup with two hands is found across numerous tea cultures. And when we bring our awareness to this, we might notice that no matter where we are, whether it's at the office or it's out on a hike, it's traveling somewhere, or it's in a little corner of our home, that when we hold our tea with two hands and draw it close to us, we are in the space of tea. We are making a place with our tea. And we don't 
really need anything else in that moment. And if it feels comfortable, we can take a sip of the tea. And notice what it's like to drink from something, holding it with both hands. And being present for whatever comes up for that. So it might feel for you today very comforting, very soothing to hold the tea close to you with both hands to create that space for tea. But in your mind, you've fully stepped into the tea room by doing this gesture. You're just moving at your own pace, taking another sip of tea whenever you feel called. You might also notice that it feels strange to not have a free hand to do something else. That maybe one of your hands really wants to do something else right now. It's okay to admit if your other hand wants to look at your phone wants to check the time, wants to adjust something. Notice it might take effort to keep your full attention with this tea right now. To really stay in this place with the tea. And that is okay to notice that effort. That's why tea practice begins when we start using two hands, because it can take some effort. And so in this way, as we sip our tea and just allow ourselves this slowness, we can observe how even just our behavior, our manner of attention, the ideas that we carry into a space, the habit, affects the whole of the quality of that place. We could sit here and drink our tea with one hand while we're checking email and working on to-do lists for today, catching up on things. Our tea could be an accessory to our morning. Or we can set all of that aside, and step into a different kind of place for a little while. One where we sit and we hold our tea And that is all we do. Now notice if making that choice 
affects how you are feeling in your room, in your environment today. Taking a moment of quiet here at the end of our tea practice to once again just tune into what we hear in our environment, what we feel. What is your relationship to all of that environmental awareness now as you sit here holding and sipping your tea? One of the things that I really love about Friday mornings is that uh, I get to share this multi-dimensional room with all of you. And I get to uh, see your space and your space becomes uh, part of my space. And in this ritual, we kind of create a communal place. In the yoga philosophy that I study, which we could generally call uh, Tantra, the philosophy that I study is from the Tantric yoga traditions, uh, 
there is a, it's like a map of awareness. Uh, awareness being the substrate of everything in this uh, system. So uh, I am animated by awareness and you are animated by awareness and even the very things around us that don't seem uh, sentient or conscious uh, are vibrating by the, the energy or the grace of the universal principle of awareness. And so when I consider myself as an entity or a, perhaps a, a vessel or a container of this awareness, in this tradition, um, there are several different fields on which awareness is acting within me. And they're, they're sort of conceptualized from the gross to the subtle, the most externally perceptible to uh, the most interior and um, uh, yeah, quiet, but also um, more proximate with the real pulse of this mysterious awareness. So that outer layer of awareness is called deha, and it can be translated as like things or stuff. And it's the place that we're in. So when I look around my space, or as uh, Suze so beautifully instructed us to do, when I sense the field of sound, in the space that I am uh, occupying, the space that is holding me, that perception is part of my awareness. And because of that, it is part of myself. So to be placed or to place is this real art of self-reflection. And what a, a beautiful opportunity we have in these environments that we are uh, so bound in at this moment in time. What an opportunity we have to uh, consider the ways that the spaces that we're in uh, reflect aspects of ourselves. And so when I do something as simple as place a vase or lay a blanket or sweep my floor, I'm in a kind of communion. And as the kind of first introduction to this theme for this month, of making a place I think I just wanted to draw your attention to the, the agency, the, the power that we have uh, 
to place. And this way in which the act of placing is a mirror that we place and that which we place places us. And so maybe we can think about this uh, the way that I think about so many yogic techniques as kind of not something new that I'm discovering, but more like a connection with a, a skill that I already have, but that I simply was unaware of. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, I need to start with a correction. I used the word deha to refer to the outer layer of awareness, stuff and things. That word is vastu. Deha is the layer of the body, and I apologize for the error. Uh, if you're curious to know more about that system, uh, you might look at Christopher Wallace's work. Uh, he's done a really wonderful job of articulating some of the foundational systems of Tantra. His last name is spelled W-A-L-L-I-S. And um, he has a big, fat, almost uh, reference book called Tantra Illuminated. And if you have any questions for me, you can find me via email at info at adamgrassi.com. My last name is spelled G-R-O-S-S-I, and I'm also um, pretty active on Instagram at Adam Grassi. Suze? And you can find me also um, on Instagram at beingt, and you can email me directly at suze at beingt.com. Teen Contemplation is recorded as a live studio session every Friday morning, which this particular month is, uh, well, it's lovely every month, but uh, this particular month is really interesting given our theme of exploring place because after the end of the guided session and talk that we hold, uh, we have a community sharing circle where we all gather to talk about our experience of this practice and what this theme is bringing up for us. And so if you would like to join us live for one of those sessions, you can reach out to us at the uh, link in the show notes, 
There's a few other places too to reach us too as well. <laughs> you can also ask us a question on social media too or email if you have any questions about how to join us live. And we hope to see you sometime soon. Thanks so much for listening.